With Cinema. Welcome to War with Cinema. I am your host, Greg, your local metalhead, and with me is my co-host, Par the Collector, and we're here to talk about movies. All right, why are we doing this? Well, we're doing this because me and you only agree on about 2% of all the movies we've ever watched in our lives. <laughs> yeah. Tired of hearing you talk shit. Like, there's so many people out there that just share that opinion. <laughs> That's true. Like, we like we were just talking. We agree on Martin Scorsese and gangster movies. But outside much, of that, yeah. we really don't agree again. But, well, there's a couple comedies we enjoy together, too. That's but, true. like, that is one of the things I really wanted to do this with you because the fact that you feel so strongly about your case for a movie and I feel so strongly about mine and it doesn't mean either one of us are right but like the fact that we have something to debate like anybody can say oh that movie sucks yeah. but to have an actual reason and it's like I could give you A, B, and C for why this movie is terrible yeah exactly and that's why I wanted to start this like what is this going to be about well um, I came up with the idea that each week or episode or whatever, what have you, we're each going to give each other a movie that we have not seen right. that we think the other person's going to hate. But in the end, we want to broaden each other's horizons. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I was going to say. Like, I'm not going to just go for the throat and give you something that I know you're going to hate. Like, I do want you to like it a little yeah. bit, you know? Well, that's the thing, too. Like, I like artsy, independent, like all those, et cetera, et cetera, those kind of movies. Right. And I want you to appreciate them. And and then and that is something that I that I know about myself. Like I, I tell myself all the time, I should I should broaden my thinking a little bit more and think peace movies. There are a couple out there that I've enjoyed, yeah. you know. But like like I said, I'm looking forward to it because all the titles you've given me so far, I've never heard of them. So yeah, yeah and that's that's what I get excited about. I like showing people movies that they've never seen, and they're like, "Holy shit, that was so badass! I've never seen that." Like because that's how I was. So. Let me get started on some of these questions. Like, okay. so what originally got you into movies? Well, as a kid, um, I've lived in Florida my whole life, so it's very hot outside. And being a fat kid, I didn't really like being outside. So staying indoors and watching TV and watching movies was kind of like easier. And then throughout my life, I actually worked at three different movie theaters just off and on like mm -hmm. when I was in school. And then I worked for my father's cleaning business. We cleaned a movie theater. So it was crazy, but yeah, ever since then, I just like for a while, if you wanted to find me, I was probably going to a movie. Yeah. Cause yeah, just, I enjoy it. <laughs> the whole experience. Well, for me, when I was a kid, my dad used to go to Blockbuster all the time. RIP. Yeah, <laughs> but exactly. But apparently he had a falling out with Blockbuster and he's like, I'm never buying movies here again or whatever. So we used to go to mom and pop shops. Like that was our thing was every week my dad would take my brother and I and he would pick out a movie. I'd pick out a movie. My brother would pick out a movie and we'd watch them. All three of y'all? Y'all each watch each other's movies? Or you yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my yourselves? dad would buy, so, I mean, every once in a while he'd buy a movie and he's like, go to bed, you can't watch this. But for right. the most part, he bought movies that we could all would, watch together. Yeah. And that was kind of like, a really special moment of me as a kid. That's cool. And then, uh, as I got older, I, uh, well, actually as a kid, I watched the, the movie, the game and I was like 10 years old. That's and so weird. I was like the same age when I saw that movie. Really? My dad, like, like I said, my dad would take me to see anything. He didn't care. <laughs> He's like eight. Yeah. That's old enough to watch predator. <laughs> uh, that's fine. 
oh, a guy gets his spine ripped out like oh, 10 minutes cool. into the movie. Oh, yeah, yeah, he'll be all right. <laughs> he doesn't need to sleep. Yeah. I mean, as long as you got a good grasp on reality, right. those movies are Oh, fun. there was, I mean, it wasn't like Predator fucked me up, but there were movies I watched. But that movie right there, being at a young age, that one really twisted my ass up. So I, I, can, I, I know what you're saying. But, uh, but yeah, like the game, like blew my mind. I was like, I didn't know you could tell a story like this. Like even as a kid, I was like, this was amazing. Like I've never seen anything like it before. And then like some years passed. And then in high school, my friends talked to me about this movie Pie by uh, Darren Aronofsky. Right. It's like one of his first films. Yeah, they kept talking about it. And I'm like, what is this movie? Let me check it out. And it's another like weird mind bending, like indie film. Mm-hmm. And I was like, man, I love this so much. I love this genre of movies. You put and that then, on the list, didn't you? Yeah. Yeah, we're going to watch it. All right, all right. And then uh, when I was in high or uh, right out of high school, I started dating this chick. And I told her my interest in movies. Like, I like the game, pie. Da, 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 da. She's like, well, I got some movies for you. Right. And she got me into really indie films. Like, I let you I let you borrow pie. Or uh, Cube, rather. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's one of my favorite movies of all time. She told me, she's like, you got to watch this movie. And I watched Cube. And that really cemented me in the like indie genre. And I loved it so much. I like wanted to eat up every movie like that. But at the same time, it turned me in kind of like a pretentious little movie asshole. <laughs> I mean, you know, it's because, an opinion. Yeah, exactly. But I like refused to go to the movies. Like anything... Any blockbuster movie, I like refuse to go to. I'm like, I'm only watching indie movies because those are where the that's where the story's at. So that's the where the real, real talent's at. Yeah. <laughs> but I, that comes from me being like a metalhead, quote unquote, like going against society type thing. And that's why we're doing this because I'm Mr. Blockbuster. Over exactly. Here. Like you're the one that only goes to blockbuster movies you don't really watch too many indie films or anything like that yeah like i said if it's somebody i really enjoy and they just happen to do indie movies like i've watched a lot of johnny depp's more artistic movies i guess and kevin smith i love kevin smith yeah we both enjoy him too yeah definitely but yeah I'm, i'm 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 happy because like that's what's so great about this is the fact that you love movies that i have no clue about so yeah and vice versa exactly and that's exactly why i wanted to do this like because you're gonna give me some insight in movies that i would have never thought to watch otherwise and you know i'm gonna give you some movies that you wouldn't have even heard of Mm. hopefully you enjoy them but (laughs) but it's called war with cinema because i'm purposely picking movies that i think you're gonna hate so we can just argue about them (laughs) Because I think that'll be fun. And I think you're going to do the same to me. I I mean, yeah, I'd like I said, I would like to find one or two that you're just like, you know what, dude? I know you wanted me to hate it, but it wasn't that bad. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I I would watch it again. The same here. Like, um. But yes, I'm going to tear you apart because the movie I've already watched, like we're not doing that yet. But the movie I have watched for you, like, (laughs) yeah, we're going to go at it that day. Uh, And that's where the fun (laughs) begins. Exactly. So, um. I didn't tell you to do this beforehand because I wanted to do it off the cusp right. because it feels more intimate okay. um, and personal. But what are some of your like favorite movies like of all time? Oh, man. Putting me on the spot. Yeah, exactly. Oh. I mean, I can go first if you want because uh, I've had time to think about it. You have. Uh, yeah, go ahead. Give me a couple, man. I'll, right. I'll spit a couple out after you spit a couple. All right. So some of my like favorite movies of all time. We already talked about Pie. Right. And one of the movies I'm going to give you that what's going to be on the next episode is Enemy. Mm. Love Enemy. 
Um, That's Jake Gyllenhaal, right? Yeah, exactly. I like Jake Gyllenhaal, man. So. Yeah, he's a great actor. He's like that movie cemented his uh, my love for him. Yeah, he's got some hits. Yeah, I also love Scott Pilgrim versus the World. I've seen that one. I think that movie is amazing. Um, Eternal Sunshine of the Spotless Mind, I think, is an amazing film. Like, I, I don't think I've ever seen all of it. I might really? have seen a couple minutes here and there. You know, I love Jim Carrey, but not that kind of Jim Carrey. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Most people don't, but there's like the directing in that movie and the art style right. choices like goes pretty deep, and it's a pretty amazing movie. It's not that I don't think he can act that way because I actually liked Number Twenty Three. A lot of people mm. shit on that movie, but I, I like that one. I still haven't seen that for summer. But well, the reason I haven't seen it is because I've seen Pi, mm. and basically people are saying like if you've seen Pi, you've seen Twenty Three. So there's no point. Like Twenty Three is a worse version of Pi, so I but, didn't bother. Yeah, well, you know, like I said, uh, if you're going just by like seeing Jim Carrey do something like that that you've never seen him do, that's pretty crazy. But, <laughs> yeah, exactly. And one of my all-time favorite movies, and this isn't going to fall into the genre at all, is Warrior. I mean, there's a big poster right here beside us. A massive poster. Yeah. I love that movie. But not because of director or anything like that. Just because that's one of those movies that hits home for me. Like, I don't know. That is cool. Two brothers. You know, then, yeah. Well, that's the thing. Like, I wanted to get into uh, writing books. Like, I was just curious, like, can I write a book or whatever? So I started, and uh, I started writing about these two brothers separated at birth. One goes evil, one goes good. And then they have this huge epic battle at the end and realizing they're brothers, what have you. And then Warrior came out in the middle of me writing this. I'm like, oh, he did it way better than I could ever do. So I kind of just... Well, yours is still side. a little different. They knew they were brothers, right? I'm pretty sure they knew they were they brothers. They knew they were they brothers. Just didn't fuck, they just didn't yeah, they didn't like each other, other right? because yeah, of the family, whatever. Yeah, and their dad was a douche. Yeah, yeah but that's the thing. He played they, greatly by Nick Nolte. Oh, it was amazing. Like, his drunk scene? Yeah. Fucking, yeah. he should have won an award for that. Yeah, I think they just recorded him coming in that day. <laughs> like, it's... Some of his movies right? have been kind of shitty over, like... It's like, yeah, just just drink these, and we'll just say action, and uh, you're good. Yeah, for every 48 hours Nick Nolte did, he did, like, 12 Hulks. Yeah. <laughs> Angly Hulk. <laughs> yeah. But, uh... But those are some of my favorites. And, I mean, obviously, some of my other favorites are favorites of yours, too, like Casino. Oh, right. uh, yeah. Um, I was just about to say. Goodfellas. Casino and Goodfellas. That right there. Those are some amazing movies. But I also like uh, more Darren Aronofsky films, like, uh, what's the name of it? Requiem for a Dream. Love that movie. That's a crazy movie, man. Yeah. That you, that, that, if you watch that young enough, you'll never do a drug in your oh, life. Oh, no, that's what I was going to say. Like, I watched it when I was, I was in high school, I think I was, and I'm like, oh, drugs are really bad. Like, they say it in school, but right. then seeing it on screen, like, people really get like that. See, I was the exact opposite. I watched that movie. I was like, fuck, what was the name of that again? I'm like writing them down. I got to ask my dealer about that shit. That seems amazing. These people are fucking losing their lives over this shit. It must be good, you know? <laughs> yeah, like, right? Like, exactly. No, nah, kids don't do drugs. But no, still. please don't. It's it's. He's joking. Yeah, I am very much. But uh, yeah, that's a crazy movie too. Uh, you know, uh, one I love that's kind of like that. But it's a it's an eighties version, I would say, is uh less than zero with Robert Downey Jr. Like I think I've seen if that. he wasn't on drugs when he did that role, mm-hmm. that's what made him do drugs. Yeah. Because that man was wilding out in that movie. Wow. And it's got the guy from uh 
weekend at Bernie's. Mm. Not not the not the dark haired dude. The other one. The, I the haven't fun. seen that in so long that I don't even know. Right. Well, I, like I said, I, you have to name check me. We need a Jamie, but yeah. we don't. <laughs> I know it was, but the way the setup is, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, we're I won't be able to check anything. But in the future, but anyways, uh, yeah, dude, Requiem for a Dream is a good movie. Yeah, and also like The Dark Knight, Christopher Nolan. Like, oh, I love that movie. Such a great movie. Heath Ledger, R.I.P. I know, right? Like, uh, my wife made me watch. Um, what's the movie he did in the middle? Oh, and he died making. Yeah, the Imaginarium of Doctor Parnassus. Yeah, exactly. I've and actually watched the whole thing. I have to. But only thanks to my wife, because she's like, you haven't seen it? And I'm like, no. She's like, you have to watch it. Like, you can't go the rest of your life without seeing this movie. Honest to God, I completely forgot about it. Did you? I was so wrapped up in The Dark Knight. I don't think you quite realize. Like, first of all, I love Batman more than anything. Uh But it was such a good, not just a comic book movie, but just such a good movie in general. Yeah. That I watched it every day for, like, a good three months. Especially Mm -hmm. when he died. Like, I was like. I don't care if this role killed him. Like, I'm glad he did it. Like, mm-hmm. I'm glad he like made the movie. Now I'm glad he died, but I'm glad he made it. Yeah, yeah. But uh, he was able to show his like true talent. Yeah, but then I, like I said, I watched that movie with with me and my wife, and it wasn't the best. Now, if he would have finished it, could have been a whole another ball game. Yeah, that's but true. the fact that those guys stepped up and did that out of the love for him for his daughter because yeah. they they took all the money that they were going to get paid and they they gave it to his daughter which i thought oh, was wow. amazing. i did not know that actually yeah that's crazy uh johnny depp colin farrell jude law they all came through filmed it for free wow and they said whatever our quote would have been you give it to the man's family that's amazing that is that makes me like the movie a lot more it makes you like know like those are good, like it's not all about the money for some people yeah exactly like i get plenty of money i can this is something I need to do. Yeah, that makes me respect people a lot more than people that just want to check. Like exactly because off. like there's I could literally on one hand count how many movies that I can stand Colin Farrell in, let alone like. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But to know that he was that good a guy that he did that, you know, that, that's cool. <laughs> yeah, that is cool. You, you got a point back on the good side for me, Colin. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, some other movies that I like that you're not too partial on like soccer punch i actually watched that the other day it's such an amazing movie such an underrated movie like it gets so much hate but i think it's Zack snyder's like best work to date really yes i i even if you're not into the superhero flicks which me and you have talked about yeah like you're you could give them or you take them or leave them you know no for i leave them yeah i get it, I get it. <laughs> but there are a couple exceptions just for like you but like I don't know, like, I just love 300 so much. Like, 300 is amazing. Even though it's completely false and, like, so many, so historically inaccurate, it, it, it's still great, though. It still makes for a great movie, though. Like, aesthetically, story-wise, like... Well, 300 just sounded so much better than, like, 3,000, you know? And that's what everybody's <laughs> beef is. There wasn't 300 of them. There was at least a couple thousand. Like, still, dude, they took on an entire army. Yeah, exactly. Stop taking that away from them. However many number there was. They were all fucking badass rainbows. Yeah, they all died in the end anyway, exactly. so... They died fucking heroes. Yeah, exactly. They died for freedom and all that good shit. Yeah. It's like Braveheart on steroids. That's mm-hmm. why I just loved it. Because I love that movie, too. I love Braveheart, but... Yeah. That's probably one of my favorites. I love 300. Love Braveheart. Yeah. They both hold a good place. Right. Uh, some other unknown movies like uh, Happiness, Welcome to the Dollhouse. Um, I actually just watched this one recently, but it like became one of my favorite movies. Is uh, uh shoot, 
murder party. Murder party. It's called murder party. Yeah, murder this party. guy goes to this. I don't want to give anything away, but he uh, goes to this party, this Halloween party, uh-huh. and all the people, the, the people that sent out the invite, their whole intention was whoever showed up, they're going to kill them. <laughs> Together or like? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They were going to make like a, hey, wouldn't it be so cool if we killed somebody? And this was going to be the dude. But it plays out as like a dark comedy and it's fucking brilliant. I love it so much. I'm looking forward to that one. That sounds interesting. Oh, yeah? That's a good synopsis, dude. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. You sold me. All right. I'll like put... if I would have read that, and eh, maybe. But the way you sold it, <laughs> yeah, I'll give it a watch. Bro. Hell yeah. Put it on there. That's a great movie. If you haven't seen it, you've got to watch it. Oh, yeah. It's a pretty like low budget film, but worth every second. So those are some of my like favorite movies. Right. What do you got? All right, like I said, uh, Braveheart and uh, Three Hundred are both really good. I like those, but like I said, uh, Gladiator. Mm-hmm. I love Gladiator. I'm trying to pick something other than old battle movies. <laughs> like, I don't know. You just got me on that. And I was thinking about that, but uh, I'm a big co- fan of comedy. Like, I love comedy. Yeah, it's not. There's nothing wrong with that. Like one I didn't mention, uh, "Burn After Reading" is one of my favorite comedies of all time. Yeah, you and those Coens. Yeah, I love the Coen Brothers. I think they're brilliant. I mean, let's not talk about. Uh... Oh, if you want to talk about great Coen Brothers movies, like Big Lebowski. Yeah, that's everyone's that like go-to. But for some reason, "Burn After Reading" hit me in the gut a lot more. Like the subtleties in that movie make me laugh out loud. Well, like, there's some good acting in that. Oh. Because, I mean, that's another thing they don't get a lot of credit for, that they get all these big-name people to do these minute roles, but they yeah. still just, you know what I mean? They act the shit out of them. Exactly. Brad Pitt is a different kind of funny you've seen him be. I feel like you see him in any other movie. Um, speaking of, I told you the other day, and you haven't seen it. Um... <clears throat> was uh that... <laughs> what was that movie? Like... Never mind. It It'll come to it. Yeah, it's a comedy. I was telling you about it. It's old. Okay. Uh, Real Genius. <clears throat> oh, yeah, yeah, I was yeah, telling yeah. you about Real Genius. So, what's his name that, uh, that I said was the main actor? Oh, dude. Um, there's somebody I know, right? <laughs> He's in Heat, but... Oh, oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, he, he doesn't talk very much. Val Kilmer. Val Kilmer. Yeah. He's, fucking... he's in it that much. What are you talking about? <laughs> He doesn't talk much, okay? Oh, no, no, he doesn't talk much. No. But uh, but Val Kilmer plays the same role as kind of like Brad Pitt, except he's a genius, not a dumbass. Dude, literally, we could have an entire podcast just about the greatness and shittiness of Val Kilmer. <laughs> it's very I mean? true. You know? <laughs> he was, uh, he burned so bright that he just burnt out. <laughs> Hard. <laughs> but, I mean, shout out to 50 Cent for paying his mortgage for a good five-year span. Did just he really? B-movie after B-movie after B-movie. That's a real friend right there. It is. And who would have thought the most unlikely a pair, 50 Cent, gangster rapper, and Val Kilmer. Yeah. Batman. I, I would never guess that. I didn't know he <laughs> Doc <did>. Holiday. Best <laughs> of buddies. Oh, speaking of fucking... Uh... Well, you know, like Val Kilmer's like the new Brando. Yeah. He's like blew up to like 400 pounds and he's like, I'm still a good actor. Put me in movies. And people are like, yeah, we don't want to crane you from scene to scene, though, buddy. <laughs> it shouldn't Poor matter. It shouldn't, but it does. Yeah. Like, Poor Val Comer. Yeah. Hopefully he gets his stuff together and starts becoming a great actor again. I'm sure he's done something. I haven't paid attention to him lately. Yeah. But... I mean, why would you? Yeah, but he's got some hits. Though. He does, though. He really does. 
That's a lot of those like late '80s, early '90s. Yeah, like actors. you were talking about uh, movies. I like Heat was a good one. I Heat love is Heat. amazing. The fact that you have two Academy Award winners in the same movie and they're in two scenes together, mm-hmm. but it's still a great movie. Yeah, some but people... the scenes they are together, like oh, some the of diner the... scene, best, oh, one of the best either. scenes ever. Yeah, that's great dialogue. It is great dialogue. Um, I was thinking about Val Kilmer. I was thinking about another movie, Kiss Kiss Bang Bang. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I told you I never saw that's that. That's gonna be that's on your list to watch. I gotta I gotta get that out of the vault for you. Oh yeah, but um, oh, Tombstone. Oh, that's what I was gonna say when you said Doc Holliday. Pulp Fiction, love Tarantino. I do love Tarantino. I I don't even think about him for some reason. Yeah, Django. I'm a big fan of Django. That's a great, funny, and just just great movie altogether. Yeah, it is. Catch Me If You Can is a great movie. Uh, as far as comedies go, I used to love John Candy when I was a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. And then when I was like a, from like nine to thirteen, it was really like Adam Sandler. Yeah, I watched every movie he made. And then when I got into my teenage years, Seth Rogen took off, so I was yeah. like into his comedies for a while. Yeah, like it's funny. I like all these artsy, like indie mill films, but then I have this soft spot for Seth Rogen for some reason. Like anything he's in, I want to watch. You know what I think it is that why people love Seth Rogen so much is he just looks like a guy that you could literally just run into on the street. Oh yeah, exactly. Just a dude you can hang out with. If you were at a damn show and you're seeing a just this crazy outlandish band that yeah, me and five people are the only people into this band. <laughs> Seth Rogen would be there. Yeah, pretty much. Smoking a fat ass cross joint. <laughs> yeah. yeah, everyone gives him shit, but I don't know. I guess I just relate. Oh, he's got talent for days, like. Well, some people would argue that, but... Even if you don't like his acting, which I can get it. You know what I mean? Some people mm-hmm. say... He's still oh, funny as fuck, though. Yeah, you played Seth Rogen in your last five movies. Like, yeah, <laughs> yeah I, exactly. I, I get what people say, but like his writing, and he's a good writer. Yeah, people love Preacher. He's wrote a lot of stuff people don't even know. Like They're like, wow, I love that. And they're like, yeah, Seth Rogen wrote that. They're like, yeah, fuck exactly. you. <laughs> he is pretty... He, he's talented in other ways than like people realize. Right. <clears throat> Shit. Some people I would tell, I would argue that, yeah, you say Seth Rogen is a terrible actor, but if his writing is that good and he actually could get out of the way of wanting to play himself in mm-hmm. all that movies. I'm sure he could do it. Like if like he gave the reins <clears throat> over to another actor to take over his spots, mm-hmm. like you might even enjoy those movies that much more. Yeah, exactly. I'm sure people said that about uh, Jim Carrey before he started doing like serious roles. It's like, oh, Jim Carrey just plays the silly wonky. Thing. And then he does some serious movies and he's like, oh, this dude can act. Oh, for sure. I'm sure Seth Rogen's the same. Yeah, I mean, uh, I never saw the Steve Jobs movie with um, Magneto, mm-hmm. but they said he did a really good Steve Wozniak. Yeah, I believe it. I haven't seen it, but Me I either. believe it. But uh, so I got some other ones. So, what are some things that you want from a movie? Like when you go into a movie and you're like, "I want this, this, and this." What are some things you like really expect to see? Okay, see what I when I sit down and in, in, in my mind mm-hmm. when I I know within the trailer the first thirty seconds of a trailer if this is gonna be a movie I'm gonna yeah I'm gonna be ready for or a movie I'm yeah I might watch it if it comes on HBO yeah, or something I'm yeah. the same way and then there's a, you know that just like yeah don't even waste your breath I won't even <laughs> won't even watch the opening credits of that shit so let's say you saw a trailer for a movie. You like, God, I gotta see that. Like, 
Mm. What you expect from that movie? Okay, see, for one, you gotta have uh, you gotta have that wow factor to me. Yeah. Like, like the reason, like I said, I'm blockbuster boy is because I love a big budget. Show me something I've never seen before. Mm-hmm. And that's another thing. Like a lot of times in movies today, that's just the same idea beat over the head. It really is. If you go to the movies like every week, you'll start to notice the trends in movies and you'll get burnt out real quick. Exactly. And at the same time, like a superhero movie, I can go to and go in there with that attitude that like, I'm here to have fun. I'm here to play to the inner kid in me, which if anybody of y'all know me, like I collect toys and comic books and, and nostalgic things all the time. Part of the collector on YouTube. Sorry. But, no, go uh, ahead. But um, so for me, like I, I just want to have a good time. Yeah. I don't necessarily have to think. There are times where I sit down and I want to think and, and like something like if you watch a, a trailer for a thriller and mm-hmm. I'm just like that. Wow, that shit gave me goosebumps. Yeah. That looks like it's going to be creepy. I'll go True. see that. Or like you said, a movie where it's like, wow. Like uh, I told you, we talked about it the other day, that trailer about that guy that falls off his bike or whatever, and he's the only person that remembers the Beatles. Mm-hmm. And it's got that Indian guy. I don't know him, but like it looks like a good movie. It doesn't look like a really funny movie. It doesn't look like a, a you know, but something about it just drew me in. Like, man, you know what? That's going to be a great story. Yeah. You know, just to see what happens. True. So I guess, like I said, it, it's something that has to appeal to me. It has to make me sit up in my seat like, whoa, what is that now? Like, <laughs> I ain't seen that before. Yeah, I'm the same way. Right. Um, that kind of did that with me with the most recent I can remember is Annihilation. Yeah. When I seen the trailer for Annihilation, I'm like, what the fuck is that? I need to see that. I love Natalie Portman. She's a national treasure. <laughs> she is. She, she is. I'd leave my wife today for her oh, if she let me. It's probably something you should say. <laughs> yeah, my wife will never listen to this. So it's, it's <laughs> oh, okay. Um, for me, what do I want from a movie? Like good acting is like yeah. a must. Yeah, yeah, for sure. I mean, in this podcast, I'm going to be giving you some B movies where the acting is absolutely atrocious mm-hmm. because I enjoy those movies that are so bad they're funny. Right. But normally I want good acting from my movie. Like when somebody's a bad actor, it takes me out of the movie. Like I was telling you about that movie Alone in the Dark uh-huh. and Reith's Re- uh no. What was her name? Uh, Big Lebowski. She was the girl that... Julianne Moore? No, no, no. She wanted her toes to be blown on by... Oh, Tara Reid. Yeah, Tara Reid. She played this, like, smart scientist or whatever, and it just took me out because I can't believe her as that scientist. And she was just such a, like, a bad actor that I walked out of the movie theater because I'm just like, I can't do this. I I like how we've talked about that, too. I've never walked out of a movie. I've came close a couple times. Yeah. Pan's Labyrinth was one of them, but... So, Pan's Labyrinth is the reason we're doing this podcast. I just want you to know. I, and that's great, man. We can go <laughs> get matching me. tattoos. It on bothers it, like, me. You don't like it so as much. As much as you love it, that's how much I, I mean, can't stand it. It's not that I love it so much. It's that you hate it so much. Like, you can't appreciate it for what it is. But First of all, if you stay awake through the whole thing, you deserve a medal. They should send you an Oscar for staying awake through that whole You're missing movie. out on some great movie making. Don't get me wrong, man. I mess with the. I fuck with Gero. I fuck with Guillermo del Toro hard, dude. I'm even willing to go watch that Loch Ness Monster movie he made <laughs> because of the respect I have for him. Because I love the Hellboys. I really yeah. do. And that Troll Hunter show ain't bad. My kids like it. So, like, <laughs> it's, 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 I, I like Guillermo. Maybe we'll uh, talk about it in a future episode. But uh, Also, Pacific Rim. Oh, it's a, it's a great, 
I like Charlie Hunnam. He gave me exactly what I wanted out of that movie. He's like, oh, you want to see some monsters fart some fight some robots here you go and i was like yes that's all i wanted thank you that's what i'm hoping the new godzilla is going to be is just monster movie a monster oh, it, fight it looks like they were like took everything that you hated about the first godzilla and they were like don't worry guys we didn't waste a dime <laughs> that's all i want yeah we're probably definitely gonna have to go see that one. Oh yeah but uh also wants to see it too also like cgi is a big thing for me like if you don't a like movie- a lot of cgi What's that? You don't like a lot of CGI? No, no, no. It's not... Like, I love 300, and it's mostly all CGI. Oh, yeah. Green screen. Yeah. But it's the bad CGI. It takes me out of the movie. Like, if some a movie has really bad CGI, I'm just like, okay, well, I'm not into your movie anymore. It's like, you could have tightened that up a little bit. Like, one of the funniest things is we I watched the Justice League. And what's the robot guy's name? Cyborg. Cyborg. At the beginning of the movie, his costume looks amazing. But as the movie progresses, it gets worse and worse and worse. And by the end of it, he's just a blob. (laughs) It's a tough spot for me because I love DC comics and I love DC movies. I was a big fan of the DCEU. I'm a big fan of Zack Snyder. And I think if he would have got the chance to do what he set out to do... I think a lot of different people. I think a lot of people would have a different opinion of Justice League and the yeah. whole thing. He, the, the everything he did with that franchise. I agree. But money and studios. Well, are yeah, bastards. there's too many, too many hands in the pot kind of thing. Well, I mean, you're you're taking over something that's been around for so long and it's so important to so many people that like. Yeah. It's really shocking to me how Warner Brothers can just say, "Ah, fuck the fans. We're gonna do this." <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> like, and, like, you could tell Zack Snyder wasn't a big, like, comic book guy before, but, like, you could tell he cared about it. Mm-mm. You know? I don't know. That's a, that's another episode for another day. We oh, could, yeah. We could debate that for hours, too. Another one for me that's big is uh, the story. Right. Like, good acting I and hate, a good story. Yeah, I hate plot holes. Like, right. so many movies I watch and they have, like, all these open ends. I'm like, wait, what about that thing you talked about earlier? You didn't follow up with that. Like, well, How can you just leave it so open-ended like that? Well, that's my only amendment is that if it's meant to be left like that because you know there's another one coming. Like, that didn't bother different. me in, like, Pirates of the Caribbeans or Harry Potter. I was like, all right, as long as you sew these bitches up at the end of this, like, okay. But if you leave something from three movies ago, then I'm like, motherfucker, what would you do? <laughs> you know? Yeah. But, yeah, I get what you're saying. Like, yeah, don't leave it to, like, up to my imagination for everything. Or a story that just makes sense. Like, I don't know. I don't have a good example, but there's sometimes I'll watch the movie and the story just completely derailed from where it was going. I'm like, wait, what happened? <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. There, I know what you're talking about. There's plenty of movies. Like Crank 2, that was a big one with that. <laughs> that one just went off the rails completely. Yeah. The new Fantastic Four that Josh Trank did. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, he says it ain't his movie. He walked away, but you, you filmed a good bit of it, brother. <laughs> Take so, some of it. Yeah, right. So in contrast, like, what are some things you... I mean, we kind of already talked about it, but whatever. What are some things you, like, hate in movies? Like, things that really bother you when you're watching a movie. Okay. I'm so tired of pretty faces. Really? I am. Like, And it sounds like, because I know I'm an ugly guy, so it sounds like I'm hating. And it, it's not like, that can't be your only skill. Yeah. And that's why we always get into it about Channing Tatum. Some people say, Channing Tatum is a comedic genius. The way he plays dumb. He's not playing dumb, folks. 
<laughs> he is dumb. I don't know. He just he, tickles. he can dance. And he's got the bone structure of a Greek god. And he's got like a 12-pack that starts at his neck and ends at his dick. Like That's why people love him so much. You just sound like a hater. I know. I like I said it. But, like, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are, like, three movies I like with Shady Tatum in it. Mm-hmm. So I'm not completely, like, against him. But my <laughs> wife loves him enough for the both of us. So, yeah. 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 As your, I'm sure your wife does too. Oh, I'm, right? yeah, she does most definitely. Anytime he's in, I think, uh, wasn't wasn't he even red? No, no, he wasn't. No, not that. red. Uh, red Dawn. No, that was Hemsworth. Oh, okay. He was in. He's been in some crazy good movies for like mm-hmm. ten seconds. Yeah, like he was in Public Enemies for like two minutes before Christian Bale blows his dome off, like. <laughs> In an orange field or a peach field or some shit. That's yeah. I was just like, that's a perfect amount of Channing Tatum. No, he's running. He shoots a gun two times and then bam! Christian Bale just takes the sides out. <laughs> well, the uh, the Jump Street, like yeah, well, I like watched I said, that and I was laughing my ass off the whole that. time. Yeah, but that's why I say comedic genius. Eh. He's just a good-looking guy being stupid. Like, that's not stretch for me. I don't know. I but like think... I said, pretty faces, and I say that because, like, like I said, I don't think his acting is that great. I feel like if he was an ugly dude, he'd be working at McDonald's. <laughs> that's what I'm saying. So, so that that's a big thing for me. And like all those fucking Twilight movies. Yeah, like definitely. they're about to ruin Batman. Like, did y'all not learn anything from George Clooney? Yeah, it's funny. Like right before you came over, I seen the article where. That dude's going to be playing Batman, or he's going to be in Batman. I don't know. If you weren't a 16-year-old girl when those movies came out, like, you can't go into that and say, like, man, I just really loved that movie. It was so well-crafted, so well-written, so (laughs) well-acted. Get the fuck out of here. (laughs) Taylor Lautner should be working at McDonald's if he's not already, like... Literally, like, I'm sure he got a mill every time his shirt came off in one of those fucking things. About to turn into a wolf, y'all. Shirt's off. <laughs> that or, uh, like, um. But Robert Pattinson, people <clears throat> say he's done other shit that he acts really well in. I've never seen him because I give no fucks, but, like. Well, have you ever seen the YouTube, like, compilation of him hating on Twilight? <laughs> Like, just talking shit about Twilight. I mean, that's great, but you still took the fucking money, dog. Yeah, exactly. You you did six of them bitches. Like, (laughs) you don't get a fucking cop out now. (laughs) Now that they've made $300 billion, like, you don't get to say, oh, you know, I just just couldn't stand it. (laughs) Yeah. When I bought that Ferrari, I was really torn about it. Like, should I spend this money? (laughs) Fuck you, bro. (laughs) So besides, like, pretty faces, what are some things you, like, fucking hate in a movie? Uh, Lazy writing. Yes. Lazy writing, man. Let's save some of this budget. Take a big scene out and just do some dialogue. Now, don't yeah. get me wrong. I love dialogue. But I also hate pointless dialogue. Exactly. Like A little shafta is okay, but you can't have a whole movie of shafta. Mm-hmm. I hate... I feel like a lot of movies are... They're like, hey, this is hot right now, so we gotta mm-hmm. put that in our movie. Yeah, trending shit. Yeah. Uh, and that whole movie's just one big trend that's just trying to cash in. Like, that's just so lazy. Yeah, I, I, I piggyback on that real quick, dude. I watched the trailer for the new Rambo today. Oh, yeah? The Last Blood. Yeah, they finally did it. They threw Last in the title of some wow. aging franchise. And they had Old Town Road. <laughs> Chopped up with a Diplo beat. Through the entire two minutes and 30-something seconds oh, this man. trailer's going. And 
even if I could have went into it like you know like not completely tired of Rambo like even if I'd just been like you know what fuck it seen the other six might as well go watch this one too yeah. that right there was just like man I love Old Town Road for my kids sake but uh-huh. now it's just too much I kind of wanted to wait to answer these questions when you were done but I really have to say this because I'm thinking about it but I hate it when movies just use songs that are hot Yes. Like, the number one song at the time, we're mm-hmm. going to put that in our movie. I hate it so much. Yeah, it happens a lot. Yeah, it ha- a lot more than usual. Like, back in the day, they would throw a song in, but it would make sense in the movie, the context of the movie. But now, they're just throwing any old song, whatever's hot, they put it in the movie. You know what the craziest thing about that is? got to think, they're filming this fucking thing six months to a year before that. Yeah. So, they're already planning what music we're going to love mm-hmm. a year ahead of time. Yeah, that's crazy. That is fucking nuts. Yeah, like, that, their marketing department has genius, but still. like That's going to be the hit. Save that bitch for Transformers. Makes me, it makes me not want to see it, but, right. you know. Yeah, that is something very hateful. That, yeah. I love original. I guess I'm, I don't know. I just love original soundtracks. Like Wonder Woman. Like when mm-hmm. I heard that soundtrack. And when, that Hans Zimmer. Uh, yeah, Hans Zimmer. Like, that guy's a fucking genius. Oh, man. That was one of the best things he's done recently. Like that, bum, 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 bum. like oh man, he gets you want to jump out of your chair. Yeah, and exactly, grab a sword. I, yeah. And that's what I want from movies. Like a lot of these superhero movies. Like, I mean, Suicide Squad used a bunch of classic rock tracks, mm-hmm. but I felt in the context of the movie, it made it more fun. Like it's supposed to be a silly whatever movie. You can't say though that trailer with the fucking Queen. That's what the, I'm the saying. Cut of that, like, yeah. I fucking dusted off that Queen album and listened to it for like a month because of that shit. That's like, what I'm saying. Like, they can make those songs work in the right way, but usually just, it's just shoehorned in there. Like, oh, yeah. this is hot, so kids well, it was will definitely like it. that whole movie was marketing, bro. The marketing oh, yeah. for that Most movie definitely. is better than the actual movie. But that's one of the movie movies that everyone hates. I love it, but I, I kind of like that shit it on Blu-ray. <laughs> <laughs> don't fuck around you know how i am like i love that shit but yeah. i don't know i i like i like the take on joker like jared seen, leto is a great actor bro he's they, amazing and people shit on it like uh that was such a shitty like way to, joker like, like, fuck uh, y'all all right for one but i'm just so sick of seeing the same joker being played over like you're just rehashing old content like how many times are we exactly. gonna see Heath Ledger's Joker being played by somebody else. I want something different. I want something new, original, and that's what um, Jared Leto's Joker was. And a real comic book fan would enjoy it just for the fact that in in the comics, that's my biggest argument. If you hate that different Joker, then you would hate comic books. Yeah. And why would you go see that movie anyways? Because in the comic books, the the Joker's depiction is, however, that writer, that mm-hmm. colorist. Yeah. They that's how they perceive him. You know, because every I've seen twenty different Jokers in comic books. Yeah, because of the fact that some writer will have something like, you know, they should have done this with him, or I'm going to take him down this road. Mm-hmm. And Jared Leto tried something different. Yeah, and if he'd given him more of a chance, fuck, who knows what he would have done with that? Yeah, exactly. They cut so much of his Joker That's out of that movie that it's like, really. And then they charge you thirty dollars for a fucking Blu-ray that has none of it extra except him beating a dude with a bat or whatever that's another thing i hate about movies is they like the marketing cons you into getting your butt into that movie seat and Mm. it's not the trailer is not what you're actually seeing like whenever you see that movie like he it looks like jokers in that movie most of it that's what i'm saying the marketing was for that movie was amazing like whoever did that should have got an oscar yeah definitely right jesus and that's one thing i hate is 
like the fake advertisement dude and like i get it to a certain extent like marvel doing that shit with infinity war putting the hulk in that final battle oh spoilers but like, <laughs> ah fuck that dude infinity war's been out for over a year if you ain't seen that shit by now <laughs> tighten up yeah this is a movie podcast like exactly like i would hope y'all all know spoilers are inevitable yeah because we're not gonna shield your eyes children we're gonna show you this shit yeah we're gonna expect like the movies you're gonna listen to that we're talking about you've already seen or you will go see it because of the argument Uh, exactly you can say oh nick was right or craig was right yeah Whoever. Or they're both right. Or they're both fucking stupid. Either way. (laughs) Exactly. That's what this is all about. Yeah. All right. We're going to have a good one. Well, I think that wraps up the introduction about this podcast. On the next episode, we will be talking about the 2015 vacation that you made me watch. Soft reboot. Soft reboot. Still helps you. That you made me watch. It was amazing. I don't know about that. That's a good laugh. Your your side didn't hurt from all the laughing because mine did. We will talk about it on the next episode. All right. See you guys then. Yeah.